Hey, it's Ray, and welcome back to Keeping It a Buck. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about being resilient. Now, before I get into the topic, I just want to thank you all for riding along, you know, with this podcast for five months. It's been five months since I, um, you know, have been doing this podcast, and I just really appreciate you guys for following up with every episode and just supporting, you know, this podcast in general. I really do appreciate it. Um... Season one of Keeping It A Buck is coming to an end. Um, I plan to do 10 episodes and today is episode eight. So two more episodes left of season one of keep of Keeping It A Buck. Uh, like I said before, I just really do thank you guys for riding along and just supporting this whole entire project that I wanted to create for a long time. I really do appreciate it. So we're going to get into today's episode um, of Being Resilient. So resilience is basically you picking yourself back up from such a weak moment. From such a weak moment that you had, you picked yourself back up and you did whatever you had to do to keep going. You know, Um, resilience is a process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, um, threats or significant sources of stress such as family relationship problems, serious health problems, and workplace and financial problems. So that right there is the role of resilience, is basically trying to get yourself back up from the hardships, you know? And right now, we're going through such a trying time. I mean, we're going, we're in a whole pandemic. We've been in this whole pandemic, if I'm accurate, five or six months. It's been a minute. And it might be longer, you know, due to that toes raising and people not staying home and social distancing you know a lot of people haven't learned from the beginning of this whole corona situation so unfortunately we're still in the house but anyways um like i said before being resilient during this time can be very very hard because we're not even able to experience the world how we want to or how we plan to in the beginning of 2020 you know, a lot of us have big plans and have big resolutions to go to this place and try like those things are kind of cut short. So and and for a lot of people, it's depressing. A lot of people, you know, mental health is 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 very important. But a lot of people have been going through the BS. They've been trying to survive. They've been trying to just stay sane. And I know that feeling because I've been going through the same thing right now like I'm trying to balance everything you know I'm taking summer classes and life is still happening you know and life isn't always good you know we go through a lot of things on like on a daily so trying to stay resilient during this whole pandemic is could be very hard could be very hard and it's been pretty hard for me but I've been you know rolling with the punches you know um And sometimes, you know, being resilient can be a problem because some people, when they know that they can be resilient, it's not healthy. And I and and I mean to say that because I do it, you know, for me, I know that I can be very resilient in a very unhealthy way. And that means bottling things inside that I shouldn't be bottling inside, you know, but resilience is all about for me because I've definitely changed, you know, 
my perception of what resilience really is. So resilience for me right now and what I'm still learning is basically falling, you know, but getting back up and owning that, you know what I'm saying? And not bottling things inside, expressing your weakness, expressing your vulnerability, but also getting back up because you are a strong person. That's what resilience is. For me, resilience used to be bottled it up inside and keep going, which is very unhealthy because at a certain moment, you break down. At a certain moment, everything is just irate from there, you know, and everything blows up. So for me, I definitely changed my perception of what resilience really is, you know, because I used to be resilient in a very unhealthy way where it took a toll on me, you know, it took a, it took a really big toll on me. Um, and right now, you know, since we're in this whole pandemic, I've been really, you know, trying a lot of things to stay resilient, you know, and the first thing, the main thing is self-care. I always say when you look good, you feel good. You know what I'm saying? Or when you're doing something good for yourself, you feel good. Like it's, it's, it's like buying a, a, like a new outfit and trying it on for, you know, for the first time you feel good about it. You're going to look good. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a cause and effect, you know? And, um, that's one of the ways that I've been trying to stay resilient. It's just self-care, you know, um, taking time for myself because I think that's what a lot of us are trying to do, take time for ourselves. And that's something we can do. That's the only thing we can do, you know, is take time for ourselves. And I feel like there's always a positive, you know, outlook that we can have in such a negative space, if that makes sense. Because we're in a whole pandemic, but there is some positives. You know, some of us are closer with our families than we have ever been. Some of us are taking time for ourselves that we could never take because we were so busy before this whole pandemic. And like I said before, self-care is very important. Taking walks outside, getting vitamin D, you know what I'm saying? Um, Journaling, reading, watching TV, you know, binge watching your favorite show, Um, gaining new new, um, knowledge, you know, through whatever platform you want to, through this podcast, you're probably gaining knowledge. And I appreciate that. You know, so self-care is all about taking care of yourself. It's it's in it's in the word self-care, you know, and I feel like that's very important within, you know, being resilient, because when you know yourself, you know how to handle yourself. You know what I'm saying? And self-care is very important before you even love someone else. So that's one tool I've been trying to do. Is take care, you know, of myself, my mental health and my physical health better than I did before, you know. And right now, it's giving me a lot of time. Um, another thing that really help that really helps me stay resilient is doing a to do list. Uh, I started a to do list. Well, I've I've done a to do list a lot, like especially um, in my last two sem- in my last two semesters, I've been doing a, a to do list because I had so much work. And right now I'm doing a to-do list on probably the smallest things. Like I've been writing, you know, the time I'm going to wake up, the time I'm going to do this and do that, you know, but that's been very helpful for me. And I know it helps a lot of other people because it lets us stay on top of our stuff. You know, earlier this year, when I did my resolutions for 2020, my first thing was, was to be more organized than I 
was last year. I feel like last year I was all over the place and I kind of missed out on a lot of stuff because I wasn't as organized. But I feel like this year I became a little bit better in that area, you know, and it's definitely helped me stay resilient because it's like I have something to look, I have something to look forward to. Number one, because I have stuff to do, you know, I'm trying to stay productive. I'm not just laying down all day, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's like goal oriented. It's like I'm doing all of this stuff to reach a goal, you know. Um, so I definitely feel like a to do list can definitely help someone stay resilient in just the way of being productive and just knowing that you have something to do and you can get it done. You know what I'm saying? If you just schedule it and do one bite at a time, one bite at a time. So that's been really helping me, you know, a lot, especially right now, because like I said before, I'm doing summer classes and I'm working on other things, you know, side projects as well. Um, and the main thing, um, is having a positive outlook on things. Like I said before earlier, you know, we're, we're in a pandemic, we're in such a negative space, but there are some positives. And I feel like, you know, it's, it's very easy to be negative. It's, it's very easy to be negative, but it's very hard to be positive. And I feel like if we were more on the positive outlooks, we would feel a little bit better about just what we're going through right now, you know? And like I said, there are many positives during this pandemic. You know, we're able to spend time with ourselves more. And I feel like we need to get to know ourselves a little bit more because that's very important for anyone to know themselves, you know? So having a positive outlook on things can really help you stay resilient in a way that you just know, like, if I fail, I have a better chance the next time. You know what I'm saying? And failure should never be a problem. You know, for me, failure used to be a problem all the time. I used I like I used to be scared to fail. Sometimes today I am very scared to fail, you know, but failure is a part of success and I've had to take that in you know and I feel like if we have a more positive outlook on negative things then it could be more of like a okay like I can deal with this and I can keep going you know so during this time um we've experienced a lot a lot of injustice I mean I have to speak on it like it's tiring. You know, we've been experience we've been experiencing injustice, racism, discrimination, police brutality for so so many years. And the bullshit continues because of people in the power. Um many laws that haven't been passed. Um Police officers who are not good, who are not good for for no community at all. Um, you know, the bullshit from a lot of white people, a lot of Karens. Yes, you know. So, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. It's is 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 so many cases. Is is. And it's crazy because there's so many cases that's been, you know, hidden, you know, and now we're looking for justice for that justice for Elijah. You know what I'm saying? Like 
being being resilient and black is probably the hardest thing ever. And let me tell you why. Black people, man, we've been carrying shit for so long. Like, it's like carrying a big-ass book bag, you know? Because at a certain time, and at a certain point, when you carry that big-ass book bag, it gets tiring. It's like you can't walk anymore, you know? You fall down. And for a lot of people, for a lot of black people, you know, Because I just want to speak on a black community right now Because I just feel for us right now Like We've been in in such a dark place You know within ourselves because of what's happening You know what I'm saying A lot of us are looking on TV And we're, we're, we're scared because it's like Well What if that was me Like what's gonna happen to me If I get stopped by the police Like what's gonna happen to me If you know I grew up in an industry that Doesn't really support what I got going on, how, like how I look, how my hair is done, you know, and what I'm wearing and how I talk, like what if that's not going to be supported, you know, and I feel like a lot of companies right now are doing the BS as well, you know, they're just like, we stand with the black community, fakers, they need money and they don't want their business to be shut down, so they're doing that, some are genuine, some can be genuine, I'm not, you know, knocking the genuine, the genuineness of, and I don't even think that's a word. Search it up. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm not knocking the genuine, you know, attached to what's going on. However, a lot of companies are doing shit out of guilt and just out of trying to protect their brand when that's not enough. That's not enough. That's not at all. You know, um, but that's just something the black community have have been have been going through for so many years. You know, fake allies. You know, people we can't even trust. Shit, we can't even. Sometimes we can't even trust our own people. You know, Kanye. You know, I just be like, I just feel like I'm speaking on so many people and so many factors because we go through so much shit as black people. So much, you know. And right now, it's reflecting that. And I feel like for so long, it has been reflecting what we've been going through. But a lot of people are waking up and it's kind of late. It's kind of late. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of late. But, um, I mean, I, like, I just feel for the black community right now because it's so hard to be resilient during this time. I mean, not only are we in a whole pandemic, like I've stated before, but. We're growing. We're we're going through a whole crisis, you know. We're fighting injustice, you know, and that's a whole that like that's a whole pandemic on its own. We're like going through two pandemics, you know. So it's just very hard to just even keep up with that. But I have to say something because it's very important. We have to be resilient. We have to. We have to. I feel like for so long, our ancestors, you know, um, who were slaves, you know, who did stay and fight for freedom. I feel like people like Dr. Dr. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um, John Lewis, who just passed away, rest in power, um, C.T. Vivian, um, who also passed away, rest in power, um... 
I feel like so many of them, you know, and there's more. There's obviously way more activists. I mean, Angela Davis, who's still alive today, were her guns. Um, I feel like so many of them, you know, they had those moments of weakness. They had that moment of like, well, I don't even know where we're going to go. Like, I don't even know how we're going to progress. I don't know, you know, how our black people are going to just get out of this. Like, what are we going to do? How are we going to get justice? But they fought. They were resilient. They stood up and they fought. And I feel like as black people, we have to we 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 have to do that. We have to be resilient. We have no choice. Those protests, protest matters, signing petitions, emailing the attorney general, which is something I did um earlier this week. Wait, no, not earlier this week. It was last week. I did that last week. I hit the attorney general up because those cops are not arrested for killing Breonna Taylor. And I don't know when the fuck they're going to be arrested. So me being tired of the BS, I had to email that coon. Yes, he's a coon. He he is a coon. He's black and he's a coon. You know? So I gave him a little long email, but I'll talk about that a little later. But um, what I'm saying is that there's been many people who represented us, who fought up, who stood up. And who stay resilient during such a crazy time, you know? And I feel like the younger generation, us, going out to those protests, speaking our minds, holding those signs up, being strong as fuck. I feel like those things matter because, you know, we're following the steps of people that helped us, that helped us get to where we are. And we're still not even at a place that we need to be, you know, the black community. You know, we even get our 40 acres in a mule. There's still some stuff missing. But I feel like being resilient, fighting, standing up for what's right, doing the work. I feel like that's so important because we got a long way to go, but ain't no stopping. We got to believe in ourselves. We got to stay resilient. And that's what it's all about. Because there's going to be BS regardless. Race is always an issue. Race, this country has... This country was built on white supremacy. There's going to be race all the time. There's going to be factors against us all the time. Trust me. It's never going to stop. You know, however, our systems, our our judicial systems, you know, I feel like those things can change. But we have to fight for that. You know, and this and to even think about it, you know, this whole racism shit is a white person's problem. I mean, they started this, you know. So I do believe in them standing up and fighting too and using their fucking privilege. I believe in that too. But I just want to speak on the black community because we've been through so much shit in the past few months. We cannot give up. We have to keep fighting. We have to keep fighting. We have to follow in the footsteps of our ancestors, you know, and those who fought for so much rights for us, for so much laws to be passed in our favor. We we can't give up. At this point, we have to keep going, you know, and it's very hard, you know, because it's like, well, I thought a few years ago this shit was going to be resolved, but it's still not. No, unfortunately not, because that's the same thing um, Malcolm X was thinking. He thought he did his job. Dr. Martin Luther King thought they, you know, he did his job and they were still living to this day. They'll probably they'll be very upset. Like much has not changed. But like I said before, this country has a lot of changing to do. 
Um, I remember the other day I watched a video on violence. My history teacher told us to watch a video on violence. Shout out Mr. Daly. He's the GOAT. He's the best. Um, and that video touched on so many things that, that is still relevant to this day. It touched on domestic violence, child abuse, injustice, racism, white supremacy. So much violence that's been in this community, in this United States that has never changed. You know, violence and white supremacy was rooted in this country and it's so fucking sad. But we're still trying to dismantle and we're still trying to do whatever we can to break this shit down because that's what um, that's what our ancestors been doing for so many years. That's what Martin Luther King was doing for so many years. That's what Malcolm X was doing for so many years. Trying to break this broke, trying to fix, I, I, I said break, I'm sorry. Trying to fix this broken system. For so many years we've been trying and we're going to keep on trying until it works. And I believe in that. I really do believe in that. So there's something else that I want to talk about um, in terms of being resilient, and that's being resilient in your career. Very, very, very important because I'm still going through it as a young filmmaker. Um, I mentioned failure. Um, failure is a big part of success. It's a big part of just doing the work. It's a big part. Failure is always going to be there. And I feel like we should never expect for everything to be peaches and cream because Hard work is hard work, you know? So failure, you know, they always say failure is not an option. It's it's failure is never an option. It's and and that's a true statement. Failure has never been an option for anyone. You know, we don't, you know, expect to fail or choose to fail. Like it's not an option. However, it is part of success. And I feel like that's what a lot of people haven't been taught and told enough is that failure is part of success. Because when you're trying to do something so big that it's probably beyond you it's going to be hardships there's going to be times where it's like well I failed and I don't even know how to get the fuck back up like what do I do to keep this going you know and that's real um so coming from my experience as being a filmmaker there's been many projects that I worked on that I felt like was never going to come out or I felt like was never going to get done because of everything that was going around it you know um, working with a crew that wasn't, you know, working hard enough with me, um, not believing in my own shit, you know, um, what else? Having writer's block, you know, not even knowing what to do, you know, um, there's just so much around what you actually want to get done, you know, and, and I know a lot of filmmakers go through it, um, I know a lot of filmmakers go through this because it's very common. And I know a lot of people who are in other professions go through this, you know. We're all trying to make it at the end of the day. And I feel like that's the goal. I feel like that's the common goal. We're all trying to make it. We're all trying to leave a mark. We're all trying to do something that's bigger than ourselves, especially for filmmakers. You know, we want to do these amazing movies, these amazing ideas, these fresh ideas that have never been told before. We want to do them. Do them. I'm sorry. Do them. Um, but like I said before, failure always comes with it. Failure comes in many different ways. And sometimes it's not always failure. Sometimes it's being stuck. You know, 
but art has a weird way of um of communicating and for me i'm still going through it because it's like i i can tell you so many stories of of where um of where it was hard to stay resilient during you know my career you know um i know a lot of people can connect with this especially the filmmakers um editors out there um when you're editing on premiere or editing on pro tools or whatever software you use to edit uh video and audio you know it crashes on you or you know wi-fi goes out or the video is buffering or it's moving slow like those things make you so aggravated to the point where it's like what the fuck is going on you know I remember this one time I was doing a documentary, a really, really huge documentary. It was like two years ago in 2018. I was doing this documentary um, and I knew it was going to turn out really good. Like I had a feeling I lost the footage. And from there, it's like, what the fuck? It's like that couldn't be the worst thing ever. Like, and it's crazy because I shot all the shots. I did all the video. I did all the audio. Like I did all the interviews, all the B-roll. I did everything for the project. I lost all of it. And when that happened, I cried like a fucking baby. Cause I mean, that's, I mean, that's your initial reaction when you lose something, right? Or at least for me, you know, something so important to me, like it just went out the window, like literally just went out the window. I, I just lost it. Um, so that was very bad. That was like, one of the worst days of my life like <laughs> it just felt like it you know it, it it felt like the worst because I worked so hard on the project but it's like it's gone and at that moment I felt very weak you know I failed I did and it was very hard to get back up from that because not only was that an assignment but it was a passion project it was something that I was really passionate about and not saying it's a one-time thing I mean I could do it again but at that time I had so much has so much, you know, stamina, has so much, um, you know, like positive energy with the whole project. It was just, everything was going good and it just went to, it just, it just went, it just went to the ground. And, you know, of course I got up from it. I mean, I had to, you know, I couldn't stay there. That's what being resilient is about. Not staying in that weak moment, not staying in that weak space, but it was very hard. And I know a lot of filmmakers out there, you know, because I'm speaking to you guys right now. I know a lot of you guys, you know, lose footage, lose the SD card. It's like the worst. It's like, okay, I, I can't do anything better now. Like it's fucked up. It's done, you know? And a lot of us, we feel like that because we work so hard on it. It's hard being a filmmaker and it's hard shooting. It's hard getting location. It's, it's hard doing a lot of stuff when you're filming, you know? And... To this day, I'm still trying to figure out how I can, you know, uh, reboot that whole project. You know, I'm still working on it. But um, it was very hard at that moment. And I felt at my worst. I really, really did. But I got through it. And I got through it by getting another idea. um, Coming up with another idea. um, Focusing more. Being a little bit more safe. You know, like backing up my footage. You know, which I should have done. Um, and you know, just paying attention to failure more, if if that makes sense. Because, like I said before, failure was always something I was scared of, and in that moment, I was never thinking about the worst that can happen. I, I didn't prepare myself for failure. You know, I was thinking everything was peaches and cream, and I just thought everything was going to go perfect. And 
at that moment, I was just not prepared for anything that was going to just, you know, have the project, you know, lopsided. I, I was not prepared. So I feel like um, in your career, you know, being resilient is very hard because you don't prepare to fail, but you have to understand that it comes with it and that it's pretty normal and it's not a bad thing. A lot of times you learn from your mistakes. You learn from failure. You know, fr- like at that moment, I learned, Raekwon, back your footage up. You know, don't just have your footage on SD card. Have it, um, have it on a flash drive. Have it on a hard drive, which I just invested in. You know, so those things are very important. Very, very important. You know, it's it's always good to learn from your mistakes and learn from your f- learn from failure so that you won't do it again. And you know that it's normal and it's okay and you can get right back up. You know, it's all about learning. You know, gaining that knowledge that you need to know so that you'll be prepared for all of this. You know, that's what resilience is all about. That's what it's all about: getting yourself back up from such a weak space. So before I end today's episode of Keeping It a Bug, I just want to make sure that you guys uh, stay tuned in for the last two episodes of Keeping It a Bug, which is coming up soon, uh, very soon. You know, I have an episode every two weeks. Um, season one is almost over. Like I said before, it's been a, a, a great ride with all of you guys just supporting the podcast in general. I love the fact that you guys um, gain a lot of knowledge from just listening to me speak about things that I think is very vital in our lives um, and that we need to take in consideration. Also, it's just been a it's just been a great journey, you know, just doing this podcast. You know, this is a project that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. I just never could find the platform. And I feel like COVID-19 has helped me with that. You know, like I said before, there's always positives in such a negative space. And I feel like COVID-19 has definitely helped me create a platform that I wanted to always create, you know? So the last thing I want to um, say is just balance your resiliency. You know, we're not always going to be at our strongest. We're not always going to be resilient. Every day when we wake up, it's not always going to be like a perfect day. It's not always going to be our day, but the next day can be, you know, it's always balancing your resiliency. You don't always have to feel strong. You don't always have to be strong. There's moments of weakness. There's moments of a vulnerability that you can express and that you can embrace. It's okay. But we cannot sit there for long. Because like I said before, there is justice that we are still, there's injustice that we're still fighting against. And to be in such a weak space for that is not okay. We have to fight, you know, and your mental health, Depression, anxiety, we have to fight against that. Being lazy, you know, uh, not taking care of yourself, you know, being, you know, not being productive. That's not okay. You have to stay resilient, you know, but like I said before, it's okay to feel weak sometimes, but sometimes, sometimes 